welcome back to the Leo Effects. I just love the amount of cheese that's in that video. It's so corny, but so great. It's uh, produced by David DeSanto. So everybody send him the hate mail. All right. Now let's get right to it. Tonight, my special guest, a musical sensation that I've been super eager to talk to. He's putting out some really great music. And I believe it was uh, March 26th. He had something come out, but I'm not going to take that away from him. I'm going to let him tell you all about it. So please allow me to introduce tonight's guest, Luke Rhodes of Fallen Rhodes. Hello, Luke. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm hanging in there. <laughs> you know, good. things are slow getting back, you know, opening up and but we're, we're getting there. Uh, and, and don't, don't take away from that awesome song, man. I was, I was, I was rocking out over here. Uh, <laughs> that's a great intro, intro track for sure. Uh, and quick question. I don't want to derail this whole thing, but was that Polly Shore in the first couple slides? Yeah. Yeah. That that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I, you know, how many of your guests knew that that's who that was? Probably very few. I, you know, sitting here thinking about it i think you're the first one to ever actually bring it up nice oh <laughs> so, yeah uh that was that was a lot of fun meeting him and getting to chat with him for a little bit um but yeah the song itself uh, the guitar riffs and musical portion of that was done by a wonderful wonderful musician named rocky kramer he's on youtube got a lot of good stuff and i asked him if he would do a song so there's a plug for you rocky um there you go but yeah so man we're not here to talk about an intro we're here to talk <laughs> about you oh let's, let's do it then yeah that sounds great so like i kind of said already you had something come out what march 26th yeah, that's that sounds right. Um, we've had a couple of singles come out, uh, and by we, I mean I mean me. Uh, I used to have a band, but now it's just kind of me um, and my producer cranking stuff out. Um, okay. We had uh, had something come out in March, and then I think it was the end of January too. Um, so a couple singles already this year, and uh, hope to have a third out sometime. And you know, I, I was going to say May, but then it's turn into june and then it's july so i'm just gonna like say it's not it's we're still working on it you know what i mean but it's it's coming <laughs> yeah. for sure sometime um, yeah at some point it's coming out i'm still very <laughs> excited about it but man like like everybody else you know covid and all the logistics of what goes along with it and um i mean just to be frank the the mental fatigue of trying to stay motivated on top of of everything has been pretty rough but um you know, you, you never, you never quit. Always, always come back swinging harder than the last time. So we'll, right. we'll get there. Yeah. It's been, a, yeah. it's been a, you know, I will tell you 2021 has definitely been um, better than 2020. So there, there is that. Yeah. I mean, we're, we've already got a one up. So <laughs> yeah, you can only go up from there. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. I know. mean, 2020 was kind of the bottom. That was, that was kind of it. I was I was a little worried there. I think like the first month or two of 2020, I'm like, oh man, here we go again. It's just it's we're just gonna keep sinking, and then it started to kind of like come back up. So it's been yeah. Good. Well, let's talk about uh, your single "Don't Fall" because that that's kind of um, I feel like "Don't Fall" is might be sort of an anthem for what's going on right now. Uh, which is that everybody has been using the term cancel culture. 
so how does don't fall relate to cancel culture? Um, well, like, so don't fall, you know, in it's where it's kind of like its origin story comes from kind of like where my background as a, um, and I apologize, hopefully you guys can hear my dog whining in the background. <laughs> um, it, it kind of comes from the idea of, of you can't, I'll tell you where it ties into cancel culture. You can't make a wrong move, right? The idea of if you, if you, if you walk this straight and narrow, you do exactly what you're just supposed to do everything's copacetic, right? Everything's great. But once you make a wrong move, you are now dead to me. And there's nothing I can do to fix to fix that. There's there's no making amends. Um, for don't fall specifically, um, just a real quick origin story type thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I came from a very puritanical evangelical background that, um, you know, and I even saw a big, a big uh, inspiration for the song in the writing was, um, one of my best friends, you know, when we were, um, I've known him since I was 12 years old. So we went to high school together at a Christian school and, you know, th th they preach, you know, love, forgiveness, acceptance. And um, I think, you know, a, you know, one mistake he made, there was like a, a, like a I think it was a weed. Down as far as out. That was it. There's no forgiveness, no talk of anything. You, you, you messed up. So you forgive and forget, except for when you do something that we don't like, and then then you're gone. So right. that's kind of where that came from. But I think it definitely applies to, like you said, um, in a lot of ways, cancel culture, where it's like, hey, um, you know, if you don't abide and stay in this straight and narrow, you know, uh, vein that society has now chosen, you can be completely erased from 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 everything. It seems like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Which, you know, to be fair. And there are certainly people who who are deserving, I think, of 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 that. But there's a lot of people who are not, and it's kind of like who, you know. Now it's it's really um, the, the judge and jury is just you know the mass. You know what I mean? It's it's who can be louder yeah. on TikTok or Instagram <laughs> or whatever, and that's just not. Uh, I don't know about you, man, but that's not who I want my judge and jury to be for anything, quite frankly. So, absolutely right. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean. At some point, the the people that were eating Tide Pods will be in charge of the world. But, you know, for right now, we're, we're just going to roll with it. They might, may already be the, in charge of the world. I don't know. Some, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that makes the most sense now if you say that. Yeah, I think it could, it could already be happening. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I had made jokes a while back when that was still like a real big deal. And I said, you know. Uh, it was actually about the time that the elections were going on. I said, do you, I was talking to my wife. I said, do you realize in the future, their political standing and all of that is going to be based off of who ate the most Tide Pods <laughs> and survived? <laughs> yeah. Survival of the fittest, baby. Yeah. That's like that's going to be their platform. <laughs> you know, like I ate 17 Tide Pods and I'm still here. Yeah. Um, at, but <laughs> Dude, so you're probably not music. wrong let's, yeah, let's talk music that or, that's that's your genre you would say right you said pop rock rock okay yeah uh, yeah rock definitely like I, I have some i mean song structure tends to always for me be kind of in the pop vein um but but it's it's rock yeah it is and um i, I kind of want to it's it's funny the things i've written over time sometimes they come out real I mean, real synth poppy, but but I always kind of end up. I mean, any song 
produced in a certain way can be any other genre, right? I mean, we hear it all the time yeah. with like people covering songs from different genres. You're like, oh, wow, that was a really crazy bluegrass Michael Jackson cover. I never heard that coming, but you know, <laughs> it, it works sometimes, right? So um, I've taken songs I've written and, you know, I will a lot of times do them on the piano, just me and a piano or just me. And then, you know, a fun thing too, um, and, and rein me back in if I ramble too much, because I, I tend to do that when I start getting excited and talking about music. Um, <laughs> But if I'm working on a song and I'm on a piano, a lot of times I'll switch to a guitar kind of like mid-flight because a lot of times I'll get stuck too, you know, because I play a piano a certain way and I have certain things I think about. And so then I'll hop to a guitar and all of a sudden this whole thing kind of changes a little bit in vibe and feel and where it's going sometimes with that because because of that new perspective, you know. Um, and I, I love that. I think that's so cool. I, I actually am not a... I'm not a... Um, I'm not a great keyboard player by any means, but I am a, I, I would say I'm a pianist, right? I'm a keyboard player. So like I can play the, the, the piano fairly effectively for my needs anyway. Uh, guitar, I'm more of like a, you know, I'm a singer songwriter. I play chords and every once in a while I'll pretend to have like a little lick here and there that sounds cool, but really like, it's just, you know, it's, it's, I'm not a guitarist, right? But, um, but having that different perspective makes my brain just shift. Um, but all of that still circles around the idea of, of, of a rock and roll kind of perspective, rock, blues, um, gospel. I mean, if you, if you listen to a lot of my stuff, it has a kind of a gospel-y um, vibe to it. I think there was like a, there was a, like a indie music um, like magazine or something that wrote, uh, I think they said Southern gospel rock. And at first I was like, I don't like that. And then I was like, you know, I think you're right. I think that's exactly <laughs> what that is. Like you, like I've people always ask me what kind of music I write. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, it's like a it's piano and guitar, and I guess it's rock. <laughs> but then there's like, but people want more than just like it's rock, right? right. Um, and so when they said Southern gospel rock, I was like, I think I've just been seen, and I didn't know that that's what it was. But yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay. a long-winded way to say you're right. It's it's rock and roll. So 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 kind of like um, the band The Heavy. You know, they've got like a heavy blues, gospel-y kind of sound to them. So, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know the band and I, I'm a fan. I am a fan. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool that you have kind of found that. Like, did you growing up and learning these instruments, did you have like a musical inspiration, like a certain band that you looked up to or musician? like solo musician man uh, if you if we got too deep into my upbringing it'd be, it would be a man we don't have time for all that but uh <laughs> but but the music the musical the music in my household was so um was so interesting and i'm thankful for it i really am but like i mostly like the biggest thing in my house that's played all the time was classical music right oh um, okay Beethoven, Wagner, Tchaikovsky, uh, you know, Liszt, uh, Schumann, Schubert. I mean, it was like across the board, just like tons of, excuse me, uh, tons of classical music. But along with the classical, and this is all my father, thanks to my father. My, my musical taste comes from my father for sure. Uh, we'll get to my mom in a second. But but <laughs> my father was, was big on classical, but he also, his favorite band was uh, CCR, Credence Clearwater Revival. Yep. Yep. Fantastic stuff. I still love it. Um, and then he'd also listen to Motown. And of, of the things that they loved, I mean, 
I think as far as genre of music, um, there's nothing better than Motown. I, I mean, Motown just has a great sound. Um, yeah. And of course, Credence, I mean, great songwriting from John Fogarty. And then classical music, I just, I, I still love it. I mean, I, I don't listen to it very often, quite frankly, um, just because, you know, I, I, but but it does have its time and place for sure. And I mean, you can definitely respect the, 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 the form and the, I mean, all the theory and all the melodies and whatnot. Um, but all I have to say is that I grew up with that. And then, so I started playing piano from probably like seven or eight. And like every kid that starts playing piano at seven or eight, I hated it. I, I absolutely yeah. despised it. Oh well, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> right, I mean, we all do. I don't care what it is. Like your parents give it to you. You're like, I hate this, this is terrible. Like, I don't wanna do this. I wanna do anything except for this thing you told me to do. Um, and, and I did, and I can't tell you, I remember exactly when it happened. But there was a moment, I think at some point when I finally started playing with two hands and it made sense, right? But like my brain all of a sudden was just like, oh my God, this is so great. I love playing this thing. And I, I would start playing and playing and playing. And I, would, I drove my parents insane. So I, was, I, I got, I found the, uh, the sheet music to the Jurassic Park soundtrack. And I started <laughs> I was playing that nonstop for like, it's like hours. Like, and, and finally, like, you need to learn some new stuff. And and I did uh, Titanic soundtrack, of course. Um, well, yeah, uh, I mean, as that's one just does. the that's the logical evolution. Yeah, that's the gateway <laughs> drug, man. Uh, so uh, Jurassic Park to, to Titanic. I mean, that just makes sense. it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's how that kind of started with the piano and, and guitar. Like, I'm I'm yeah, man. I, I do kick myself a little bit that like I didn't get into guitar more younger. I took lessons for a brief period of time, but I think because you know. I was already better at the piano. I could play so much, um, you know, the classical anyway, that a guitar, you know, my fingers were just kind of like, I don't know what this is. This is strange. And how do I, how do I make it work? You know? And so like, I didn't get that instant gratification of, of playing guitar. Um, gotcha. But it's funny. Cause now like, it's like, I hear this is true for, um, for languages too. Right. Like if you, after you learn one, you know, or learn another one, like a second one, learning the third one's easier and the fourth one's easier. And I feel like that's, true with musical instruments too you know you kind of like you know like i don't know how to play bass but i can you could give me a bass and i bet you within like and i have one back there actually but yeah. you know and I'll, I'll i'll plink around on it and i can find things that i like even though i don't even really know what the heck i'm doing right um and it's just i think there's part of that motor skills and also just kind of your ear knows what it wants to hear so you can find it quicker you know what i mean right. um so anyway, yeah, piano was a thing. And um, guitar, man, I, I honestly picked that up probably again in the past four or five years to, to, to start, because I was doing everything on the piano and kind of via what's like MIDI, you know, into, a, into what's like a, called a DAW, which is a digital audio workstation. And so I would just kind of build these musical ideas and tracks and, um, and kind of build it out that way. But, but since becoming more of like a rock and roll focus type thing, um, mm -hmm you know, I've really wanted to pick up guitar so I can better, even if I'm not playing guitar, I want to be able to um, tell somebody else, hey, here's kind of what I'm thinking, you know? Um, yeah. Like like the guitar you hear on 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 any of my songs that have been released um, currently that are out. Um, I'm not playing guitar. My, my producer who used to play professional guitar for um, the world playing guitar, I mean, he's a better guitar player. So like, you know, yeah, I can play it, but I'd rather have him play it. He knows he knows how to just make it sound better. Now, the keyboard stuff you'll hear, that's me playing because I'm, I'm a keyboard player, you know? Gotcha. Um, but that's kind of like, yeah, just cobble, you cobble it together and you pull from people's different strengths and you, you know, you all sit in a room and you say, all right, what, what, what's working, what's not working? And, you know, you go from there. So 
I think that answered your question. You I don't even know. What was the yeah. question? <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. I mean, that's cool though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, man, you know, I could see that where going from a guitar to a bass would probably be somewhat similar. Like you were saying, like akin to learning a new language, you've got your root and then you just kind of build on that. And I, it, the way my mind works, I was like, but going from a guitar to like a tuba, I don't know. That might well, be. That's that's true. Now, uh, so another little, little fun fact is I did play trumpet for a little bit uh, uh, when I was younger. And I forgot about that because I actually didn't <laughs> like trumpet at all because that's another <laughs> instrument where like you go from, and, and here's my theory with that is because you go from playing a piano where you can do everything with just your two hands. And like, I can like make all, you know, cover the entire like, you know, spectrum of notes and make all these beautiful chords and melodies and basses. And then it's like, I can play one note at a time. And I have like this little, like this little range, you know, and it just drove me nuts, you know? And I, and I was not very good. And, and, and you're right because of the, I mean, musically, like I still could hear, like if I picked up a trumpet now, I could probably actually pick it up better. I bet you I could play my trump a trumpet now within a week or two better than I ever played it when I was younger, if, if I picked it up now. But <laughs> but there enough. is a there's a structure and like a, a strength in your mouth that I, I did lose. Because I remember like, I'd always have these giant lifts as a kid um, because from playing trumpet, they're always swollen, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's too uh, funny. <laughs> are, wait, are you a tuba player? Is that is that what you're getting at? Nope. <laughs> did you ever play brass? No, okay, okay. <laughs> no, this... That, like I said, that's yeah. how my mind works. I'm I'm out there. <laughs> but that, yeah. that's awesome. Well, you awesome got me there. That, you are correct. <laughs> that's awesome that you have this skill, though. I mean, your music is great. Everything that I've listened to has been amazing. So do you have anything in the works right now that people should watch out for? Or are you just kind of in brainstorming mode? No, so yeah, there is a single that we're that we've been working on, um, and, and this is a song. I think it's going to take a little while to get out because it's kind of like my white whale of a song. Like it's it's okay. I wrote. I think this is like this third song I wrote. And this is like I think I wrote it like six years ago, but and I've recorded it two or three times prior. Um, and I'm talking about like professional recording, like paying people to go into a play studio and, and do this, and. The first time it came out good, what I've realized is the first time it came out well, and they did, we did a great job. Um, everybody else did a great job, but I was too new and too green to like, I think to really make it what it needed to be. Um, gotcha. Also to singing, like, I, you know, I, I was not really a singer until like really focused on singing until about five or six years ago. You know, again, I was just more of a piano player. Um, so my voice, excuse me, was not really mature enough, I guess. Um, and so now, you know, I've, I've definitely matured uh, vocally. Um, and I think I have, and so now like, and then the second time we did it, I think I didn't have the, the direction. There's a lot of different people like, oh, we should do this, we should do that. And so it kind of got cobbled together and I listened to it at the end of it and I'm like, well, this is crap. So uh, I'm not gonna release it, you know? And so now we're gonna do it again. And, you know, um, I'm doing it with Rich Stein who's done all the other stuff you've heard, right? So he and I have worked on um, everything else. And he's always done a great job by me and he, he listens really well. I think he kind of sees where I'm trying to take things, um, you know, between you and me and, and he knows this too, but I think eventually where I really would like to get to is where I do my own production and recording too. Um, 
maybe not engineering, but production for sure. Um, I don't think I really want to be a mixing person because that's just, there comes a point where you should take something you have and you've heard it a million times and you've just been obsessing over it for forever. And you say, hey, somebody else take it and listen to it and tell me right. if it's terrible, if it's any good and like make it better. Um, so, so yeah, but we're, me and Rich are working on this third single. Um, oh, I guess fourth single really. And uh, it's called King Kong and it's, um, it's a really, it's one of the truest songs to me as, as a person, right? So like, you know, every song you, a lot of you in it, right? This song has, is very autobiographical um, and kind of captures a lot of just the inner workings of, of me. And I hopefully, um, I hope, you know, I'm, I'm a weird guy like a lot of musicians are, but you hope that a lot of the things that are going on up here in my head, you know, happen with other people as well, right? So they, um, yeah. you know, people can connect to it. And I, and I do think that that's the case with this song. Um, it's a song about being at the highest of highs and feeling really, really powerful and being at the lowest of lows and feeling uh, like pretty much nothing, you know? And, and just how quickly sometimes you can switch between the, the two, so. Wow. That yeah. sounds like that's going to be a powerful song. I could see why that would be, you know, as you put it, your white whale. So that, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's I think it's a good song and I, and I, and I I really want to do it justice at some point. Um so we'll see how it goes. But but sometime over the summer I'm sure we're going to get something out to you. Um and I have other songs that are that are queued up and um you know it's it's the process of, you know, like writing a song and playing on guitar and singing here at, at home or, you know, on Instagram live or whatever. You know, that's that's one thing and you know it you know, you know that's great, but to really get something that's that's commercial quality, I mean that takes it's amazing how much work that takes. And like, until you do it as a musician, it's, you think, ah, yeah, I mean, anybody can like hook up a microphone and like record and, you know, it's going to be <laughs> great and everybody's going to love it. And then, you know, it just it doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Podcasters around the, the world are shaking their head right now. Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Audio. So hard. we are at the point of the show where I would like to open it up to you to do what's called shameless self-promotion. And you can let the listeners and viewers know all the social medias that they can go to. Uh, if you have a website, you know, where they can get your current music that's been released, you know, just all that good stuff. You can tell them all about it right now. Okay. I would, I would, I would love to, and thank you for the opportunity. Um, Pretty much anything fallenroads dot whatever. So I, I am most active on Instagram. I'm trying to get better about it too. And you know, it's one of those things that um, <laughs> yeah. you know I, I like making the music, but sometimes the uh, you know being being socially forget. But I'm, I've gotten a lot better. So so check out the Instagram <laughs> uh, fallenroads on Instagram, uh, fallenroads on Facebook too, um, and uh, fallenroads.com. That's that's me as well. Um, and yeah, I'm a I'm. I'm big on Spotify. That's kind of where I tend to, to check my metrics and kind of keep engaged a little bit more. Um, but, you know, also like um, I'm on Apple Music too. Um, and Bandcamp. Bandcamp's another thing too. I have, it's oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, I, kind yeah. of, I kind of forgot about Bandcamp and then a, a friend of mine was like, hey, um, can you put it on Bandcamp so I can buy it? And I'm like, dude, I'll just give it to you. And he's like, no, no, I want to buy it from you. And I was like, all right, I'll put it on Bandcamp. You got it. Thanks, dude. And he, you know, he's like, I'll buy you a beer with this $5, you know? So, um, <laughs> So thank That's you to great. Justin for that. Yeah. 
All right. Well, cool. Yeah. I'll make sure to put some links up to that so on the podcast and the YouTube description. Um, probably most easily would be to your website. People can just click it, go there, and then probably get to all your socials from there. Yeah. Um, so we have about five minutes left to play a little uh, segment, if you're interested. It's called The Wheel. Okay. And it's basically just a little color wheel. It's got a few different categories on it. Each of them has a little mini game. And, you know, there, there's a lot of fun little things to do. So if you're interested, we'll spin the wheel and see what kind of mini game you get. I will absolutely spin the wheel. I'm I'm now horrified and terrified of what's going to happen, but let's do it. Let's let's do it. And hopefully it's, my dog will quiet down for a second. Jeez. It's not always that bad. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's spin this sucker up and see what happens. Oh, you got Would You Rather. And this is great because I actually, I thought of this one while I was driving home today. And this is probably my most devious one I've ever thought of. Come on, man. <laughs> fine, would fine. You, bring it on. Would you rather smell using your feet or taste using your hands? Uh, I feel like I'd rather smell using my feet. And... I think it's because that's a little bit more, con I mean, I can get real analytical on this, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I think that's a more controllable uh, if you will, right? So uh, based on my own personal hygiene and uh, how often I do laundry and the shoes I wear, you know, it might, I bet you I'd kind of get desensitized to that whole smelling with my feet thing. Um, tasting with my hands, man, you are, it's wild west out there, man. You're gonna you're gonna be in trouble. It's gonna be gross real fast. That's, I agree. That's my answer. Yeah. All right. You know, and there was no right answer. It was just let's see what he says. So no, I'm pretty sure I got the right answer. Yeah. If that was yeah, it. That's I, it. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like that could go either way. I mean, you could wear gloves. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you could, but then you'd just be tasting latex all day. And... <laughs> right. And that's not good. You know yeah, that. nobody wants that. <laughs> so, Luke, Luke, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You've been absolutely phenomenal and a lot of fun to talk to. You've just been amazing, man. You too, Leo, man. really appreciate you, uh, you inviting me. Hopefully we get to do it again sometime soon. Maybe after King Kong comes out, we can, can hop back on and chat about that. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be amazing for sure. Me so too, th thanks again. And thank you to all the viewers and listeners who check this out. Make sure to get to Luke's social and to his website. Follow along, get to Spotify, get those uh, spins going. We, we right. got to get those numbers up, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all very much. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Oh, now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. And you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best. And we will see you all on the next episode.